Welcome to Origin Gate. This is Wisdom's Echo. My name is Lindy Masters with your thought for the day. Just recently been traveling uh, to New Zealand and I've been in Spain and I've been in Norway and in Ireland and the United Kingdom, been really busy traveling around and just sort of getting back into our groove after lockdowns and different things that have happened around the world and been really enjoying connecting with people again, not just online, but actually physical people in physical rooms. It's been fabulous. And beginning to see that Yahweh is doing something new on the face of the earth. He is taking us into a new day. He's taking us into a new time. And there is something new that is happening on the face of the earth. We've come into a new era. I just had a, co- a phone call with a friend and, and was just saying, you know, sometimes we have to be very aware of the fact that when we know there's a new era or a new time or a new thing that Yahweh is doing on the face of the earth, we need to be cautious that we don't take the old and put new things on it, wrap it in new terminologies, wrap it in the new and call it new because really speaking, it is an old wineskin that's got new wine in it and they will a burst and they won't be able to hold a new one. And so I've been, you know, working on making sure that everything that I do is in the new, it's in the new wine skin and I don't drag the old, which includes making sure that I don't keep on revisiting the old things that have hurt me, the old things that have um, bothered me, the old things that have been in my DNA that I'm still struggling with and trying to get on top of, but going, Yahweh, I'm going to hasten to deal into this quickly. I hasten to deal into it um, by going into the mobile courts, dealing into my junk and make it rapid, make it quick and then move into the new and not just sit and dwell forever and ever and ever on the old. And there's not to negate that some people have gone through tremendously difficult things, but I'm really pushing myself to step into the new um, era, the new stuff that Yahweh is doing is this tribe that Yahweh is bringing together on the face of the earth, this 13th tribe and bringing us into the new day that Yahweh has for us. And I began to look at how we do this, you know, how this beautiful scripture in Hebrews chapter 10 uh, and verse 20, which speaks about the fact that we have a new and living way by which we enter into the throne of grace. It is the veil of his flesh and how stepping into the realms of the kingdom is really simple. It's by faith, but it's really simple. We don't need a mediator. We don't need a high priest to work on our behalf. We don't need any priest or any domini or any uh, pastor or any vicar. We don't need anyone to navigate this journey for us because the scripture says, I now have a new and living way by which I enter into the throne of grace. And that is through the veil of his flesh this veil that he has now presented to us and I can step through it because I know him. I am born of him. I have been born from above and I can step through this veil. So as I began to look at the veil of his flesh, because everything I do goes through the veil of his flesh by faith into the realms of the kingdom in which I then begin to journey into the things that Yahweh has for me to do on the face of the earth and with people. Began to look at this veil, and to you know, we have many different accounts of what it looked like, or how big it was, or what it was. It was just one uh, veil. It wasn't many. This this curtain or veil that separated the holiest of holies from the rest of the temple and the rest of the tabernacle. 
Um, and I began to just have a look at the different accounts historically and what it looked like. And fantastic. I mean, the way they spoke about the veil is this, the Jews and the, the rabbis knew that this veil was the boundary between earth and heaven. So the veil, although it was made of material things, it was the boundary between earth and heaven. So in other words, when they stepped through the veil, it says that we go through the veil. When they stepped through the veil, they knew that they'd left earth, they'd left the earthly stuff and it stepped into the into heavenly realms. In fact, the Jews would say that they knew that when the high priest stepped through to go and present the blood um, on the altar for, for the remission of sins for the Jews for a year, that when they stepped through, they would have to, uh, immediately enter into first day of creation, this place where God began to create and to do all the things that he was doing on the face of the earth. So I looked up a little bit more about it. It had four colors that were woven into it, and they re- represented the four elements, earth, air, fire, and water. It was fabulous to have a look and see what it looked like. It carried... 12 different sheets or 12 different portions that were all sewn together, which represented the 12 tribes of Israel. And so it ended up being about six inches thick, and they would have to step through the veil. In other words, when they stepped through, even though it was matter and it represented matter, they were stepping from this realm into that realm through an actual veil that had matter in it, and they would have to step through that place. Now, we know that Jesus's flesh was the veil of this temple. He has now become that veil. When I looked up different things, like for instance, in the book of wisdom, which is one of the books, not in our Bible, but uh, I think this one's in the Catholic Bible, actually, the wisdom 18, 24 and 25, it says that Aaron would wear this robe as he began to administrate as a high priest. And he said on his long robe could be seen the whole of the universe. Oh, that was amazing. And I don't know if it was embroidered on, drawn on, or if it actually just represented it just supernaturally was on his robe. But it said, and on the four rows of calf stones, which was what he carried, the, the breastplate that he carried, were the glories of the patriarchs. And on the royal crown upon his head was your majesty. And the destroyer yielded to all of these because he feared them. Amazing. As he carried the, and the, the glory of the patriarchs, as he carried the Majesty of Yahweh in the thr- of the uh, uh, in the crown on his head, and as his robe could the whole of the universe could be seen. At the destroyer, the enemy yielded to all of this because he feared them. Now, we've got Jesus, Yeshua Hamashiach. He is um, the flesh. He is the flesh. He, the, the, when he died on the cross, his flesh is the is the veil. The, this is the flesh that's spoken of. That is the veil into between this world and that world. So when we step through this visible matter, it's really putting off our flesh and entering into divinity, because. They say this, the, the scripture speaks about no man could enter in. There was no man that could enter into this place. In other words, they had to take off their physical manhood and put on divinity to step through the veil into the realms of the kingdom, into first day of creation. So too, you and I, when we step through the flesh that Yeshua is, that represents who he is and what he did on the cross, uh, which is the veil of his flesh, we step through it into the throne of grace. We must be able to put off 
off our flesh and enter into divinity. In other words, taking off all the garments of our flesh and putting on divinity. In fact, some of the material that I looked at said that the high priest would have to take off his garment as he stepped through so that no uh, earthly tainted thing could step through that veil into the realms of first day of creation, into the realms of the kingdom. Now that in for, for us now means through the blood of the lamb, as I step through that veil of the earth and I take off my garments um, and I put on Christ, I step into the throne of grace whereby I am able to go and ask for grace and mercy to help in my time of need. I don't need anyone to mediate it for me. I just do it. And so um, they said that whoever shed their earthly garments on the other side of the veil were robed in garments of glory and they became divine. I would like to suggest that exactly the same thing happens to us. When we pass from this world into that world into first day of creation, we shed our earthly garments and we put on Christ on the other side of the veil. We put on Christ and he clothes us in his glory and we become divine. We become those who are made a little lower than Elohim as we step. And you see, we saw that happen to Moses when he stepped down the mountain, uh, came down the mountain, his face was shining and he had the lion, ox, eagle, man um, faces manifesting through him. Specifically, scripture says it looked like he had horns coming out of his head, um, which represented the ox um, face of Yahweh. And it was so shiny. It was so glorious as he stepped down that mountain that they actually made him cover his face because it says they were fainting, but in some of the documents it says they were dying. And they said, please cover yourself because he kept having to raise them up again. And they said, cover your face. We are dying from the glory. Isn't this an amazing scripture that we have? Um, I love to look at and see how the Jews write it, why they write it, and from what premise they write it so that I can understand in the new covenant what that means for us. In the old covenant, covenant they had to take off their, their garment and then step into first day of creation and the glory would be all over them. The, the robe that Aaron wore had all of the universes in it and, this, and the destroyer was frightened of him, he was afraid of all that he represented as he put on this crown of glory. Now, I'm looking at myself today because of the blood of the Lamb stepping through. And as I step through and into the realms of the kingdom, I take off my garments of flesh and worry and all the stuff that's been bothering me and all my junk that I haven't maybe dealt with, all the ancestral stuff. I just take it off. And I am then clothed in his glory. I'm clothed in the garments of praise. I put off the spirit of heaviness. I'm clothed in the garments of praise. It says that we need to put on Christ. And I put him on. In fact, it, it reads in, in the, the Greek like moving back was into and being enveloped by his glory like a cloud. I put on Christ and he envelops me like a cloud. It's like sinking into a cloud and being enveloped by it. That is what it looks like to put on Christ. And then I am in the realms of the kingdom and able to go to the throne of grace, able to see him face to face, to breathe him in and share breath with him and begin to walk in all that he has for me on the face of the earth. You know, I think that we we look at 1 Peter 1.12 and it speaks about the angels who desire to look into all and to long for and to look into all that we are and they can't even 
go into all of the things that we can do because of the blood of the Lamb. They long for, they covet, they seek for things forbidden, the things that they cannot even begin to aspire to. They can't go into that because they are created beings made to worship Him and to to do what they have to do with Yeshua. You and I have, because of the blood of the Lamb, this veil of His flesh, you and I are able to step in and step through putting on Christ, putting on our divinity and walking into all that he has for us. It speaks about these angels. It says, to them it was revealed, not to themselves, but to us. They were ministering the things which had been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Wow. Things that angels desire to look into. And the word look in the Greek is to look with heads bowed, curiously inspecting and wanting to become acquainted with the things that they would love to be able to gaze into and look at. You and I have the right to do it by just stepping through the veil of his flesh, the blood of the lamb, and walking into the new, walking into all that Yahweh has for us. We're not we're not landlocked. We're not stuck on the earth. We have a right to step through the veil of his flesh because he died on the cross for us. And because I have been born again from above and I have the blood of the lamb that now gives me access into these realms, I step through the veil of his flesh and I take off my humanity. I take off all of the things that are worrying me. I take off 2020, 2021, 2022, my childhood stuff. I take it off and I put on Christ. I lean into him and I'm enveloped in him. And then I step into 2023. I step into the new, into this new era, this place where we are. The, those who are called, those who are stepping into this new tribe of what we're going to do in the face of the earth. And creation is going to turn and respond to sons who are beginning to walk in the fullness of what they were created to be. And I become divine. I, I put on divinity. As he is, so am I in this world. He is divine. I am divine. That doesn't mean I walk around calling myself a divine one. I reflect his divinity. I put on his divinity. I put on his joy. I put on his peace. And I've determined, I have determined in this new era not to drag the old in with me, not to have it like a shackle on my ankle going, I'm still dealing into my junk, but saying, Yahweh, I run quickly to you and I deal with it in the throne of grace. And then I move into the new that you have for me. Remember, this veil is called the veil of the all present one. It's what the Jews called it, the veil of the all-present one. Your garments carry the fullness of the universes. The crowns on your head carry the glory and the awe of Yahweh, and the destroyer is frightened of it. The destroyer is afraid and has he can't even touch you when you are completely enveloped in and covered in and putting on Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. So today I want to bless you in your journey and in all that you put your hands to as we step into this new era. Shalom, shalom.